Hey everybody, it is Chris and welcome to the Varner Breakdown. Uh, this is episode 24. We are going to be joined in just a moment by Kyle Bostock from North Summit Church. I've uh, been excited, been wanting to have Kyle on for a while. We were able to connect and get this going today. First off, of course, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, BCHA. Bonner Community Housing Agency has been working in the community to provide affordable housing since 2007. Uh, for 13 years, we've developed and built and sold uh, 17 different houses to different families, helping them get into homes that they normally wouldn't be able to afford. Uh, as we look at the current crisis and everything going on, one of the things that I thought was interesting is that affordable housing development was considered an essential service. And so even the government says it's really important that we get people into housing. One of the things I love about Barnard Community Housing Agency is that we're always providing opportunities uh, for people where they are uh, able to get loans and borrow the money. And then uh, some of our loans that we give at 0% interest with no payments, but they do eventually pay it back. So uh, we're helping people who normally can't get into houses, get into houses. You can find out more at bonnerhousing.org.org. And uh, we also want to say thank you to Ting, ting.com forward slash Sandpoint. If you don't have Ting yet, you haven't experienced how fast the internet actually could be. When you have Ting, it is amazing how fast the internet is especially living up here in Sandpoint, all the different options that we've had over the years. Um, uh, you know what? I love that my window loves to freeze. So in the middle of that, I'm going to reset it. And um, so that everybody can see me. There we go. So with, with Ting, one of the things with high speed internet is that you don't have any downtime. You don't have any slowdowns. Uh, you're able to move quickly, reliably, reliably on the internet. Go to ting.com forward slash Sandpoint and um, see if it is in your neck of the woods or not. Okay. With that, um, we are going to go ahead and get uh, Kyle Bostock on with us right here. So uh, hello, Kyle. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. It's good to have you on the program today. Uh, episode uh, 24. I, you know, I, I'm a little surprised that we're at 24 already. So um, I got to figure out how to keep my <laughs> keep my keep, keep my wonderful uh, uh, camera from freezing. So, um, but yeah, it's good to see you. Um, Kyle, we start every single show with what we call the good report. So what you got, what's your good report? As you know, being a pastor, uh, everything that we do is about bringing people together and doing, you know, events and services and, and celebrating together. And it's been amazing to me to watch as, uh, really the church in, in Sandpoint, the, the big C church in Sandpoint mm -hmm. has, has activated like loving, you know, I get calls from people, Hey, how can we help? And right now there isn't a lot of things that we can do to bring people together to help mm -hmm. other than, Hey, look after your neighbors, call your friends, see what's going on. And just right. the stories of, of small groups, you know, helping people with rent or groceries or toilet paper, right. you know, whatever it might be like yeah. for some people, that's a real deal. So that's been awesome. The other thing is, 
uh, I've just been really encouraged. I got friends all over the Northwest that do ministry and uh, the way the incredible ways that they've been creative over the last few weeks has just been, a, it's a lot of fun. Right. And I'm, I'm actually encouraged uh, to see what, what this produces long-term uh, yeah. for the church. Um, you know, I, I know there's, you know, we want to be able to get back together and do all that. Um, but I, I think sometimes when the status quo kind of goes away for a little bit, we have to think out of the box. And so mm-hmm. uh, just a uh, good report in uh, just seeing the creativity of people and connecting in different ways. Through That's that. awesome. So, That's so great. Um, my good report uh, is that we have we have seen, I, I think it's interesting you talk about the up, uptick in creative uh, benevolence, right? Like creative ways to serve, creative ways to do that. Um, and one of the things that I've seen is this, the growth of positive connectedness on social media. And, and, you know, it's easy to point out at the people griping and moaning and complaining and, and, you know, I hate to say fear mongering, but you see some of that go on, um, on social media. And yet there's a huge contingent of people who are just focused on how do I connect people to meet needs? And so watching that, um, happening on, uh, social media has been really fun to watch. And, uh, to me, that's a great report. So I think our, our reports are kind of in the same vein. So yeah. with that, let's, uh, let's give a cheers to the good report. So I will cheers. go ting, you know, clink the glasses. Oh man, I'm telling you, it tastes good when we do it together. That's right. That's right. All right. So, uh, Kyle, um, let's jump in here. How, how, how long have you been in Sandpoint? Give us a little bit of your history, your background. Yeah. So, um, I've been here pretty much my whole life, um, other than a, a few years where I, you know, took some detours there, but, uh, grew up in the Sagal area. Okay. Uh, my great, great grandparents homesteaded in Sagal. Um, my great grandparents, uh, owned a, had the gas station there. Um, and little convenience store. And then my great grandma was uh, the postmaster. And okay. so a uh, lots of history in the, wow. the Sagal area and the Sandpoint uh, community. And so uh, getting to grow up uh, here in this community has just been uh, amazing. Uh, the connections, the way, the ways that it's grown. Um, and there's just something always, you know, special about uh, this place. Every time you drive across the long bridge, mm-hmm. uh, you know that it's, it's unique here. Um, right. Spent some time in Boise for college. Um, and then uh, in 2013, I had left Sandpoint, went just uh, south to Coeur d'Alene, Post Falls area. Mm-hmm. Um, was at Real Life Ministries there for a few years. And then in 2017, uh, came back on staff here at North Summit. So. Okay. And, um, and tell us a little about you got a family. Mary, yep. kids, yep. give us the, give us a lowdown. Yes. So, uh, Katie and I met while we were in Boise. Uh, she's actually okay. in the Deer Park area. Oh, okay. And, um, we've been married for, it's going to be 18 years this wow. year. So, uh, That's awesome. yeah, is that right? Do my math right. Yeah. Um, and so, um, we have three beautiful children, our daughter, Isabel, who's going to be 12 here pretty soon. Uh, our son Weston, who's going to be eight, and then um, our little Joy Oakley, uh, who is uh, going to be two pretty soon. So yeah, yeah, that's a, awesome. A Twelve, eight, and two. Time flies, man. I yeah. can't believe I can't believe Oakley's two. I know, right? That's that's wild. Wow. The baby stage went fast. Yeah. Which is okay. That's right. Yeah. Well, we can navigate that. We're going to be okay. Yep. Um, so. 
you having such a long history here in the Sandpoint area. Um, I, one of the things when I when I whenever I talk to somebody who's been here a long time, I always ask the question, "What's changed?" Like, what are some of the big differences, big changes that you've seen? Everybody talks about how the area is changing, um, and yeah. uh, we might not be keeping up with the change or whatever. But what what have you seen change since growing up here? Um, you know, I, I would say that in a lot of ways, the the spirit of Sandpoint remains the same. I think people okay. move. I think people move here. Mm -hmm. Um, because they like the way that things are and and always, you know, as things grow, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, stuff goes along with that, where, uh, infrastructure and all of that has to happen. Um, but I think one of the things that, that draws people to this area is that sense of, of having community. You know, Mm -hmm. I talk to so many people who are, uh, whether they're leaving, uh, California or Colorado or, uh, Washington, you know, on the other side of Washington, um, it, it, it's just they're looking for uh, a place where they can belong. They're looking for right. a place where they can yeah. serve. You know, so many totally. people that I hear are, are coming here going, you know, I, I kind of did the rat race. Um, I raised my family and now I just want I want to find a place and I want to find a community where I can I can serve and be a, right. be a part of. And yeah. so um, I'm I'm not one, I guess I. I like change. I like to see things mature and to grow and, and uh, to kind of develop in those ways, as long as it's the right ways. Right. Um, right. And so as long as we do that well and, uh, and stay true to who we are as a community, um, you know, I, I love, I love to see the growth that uh, is happening here in the same community. Yeah. Come on. That's awesome. And, and, um, would you say you said the spirit of Sandpoint kind of says has stayed the same? How how do you put that in words? Hmm. Um, it's just that sense of family. I think. Okay. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, growing up in a community where you know half the people you went to school with were your cousins of some sort, right? Um, you know, <laughs> like everybody kind of was family. But we have a we had you know just a lot of. We have a lot of friends. We have a lot of people that we've done a lot of life with that uh-huh. um, they might not be biological family, but they're family. Sure. And, sure. Totally. Uh, and I think that's kind of the the spirit of like, um, and, and you see it. I mean, we're seeing it right now and, and we've seen it over the years when, when hard times hit, when things right. uh, come our way, like we all come together. Uh, we love one another. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of those things that maybe would divide us a little bit more, those walls start to break down a little bit, right. and come together. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, this, this whole crisis, uh, it, it, it's a tragedy and anyone whose, uh, family is sick, like that's concerning. Um, you know, I think about those that, you know, have to, that can't go out and are, are staying at home and maybe yeah. home life isn't the best. And so, um, that's, yeah. that's not the best thing, but, um, a lot of times in these crises, we, we see the best of people. Right. And we yeah. see that love for one another. And so um, that's kind of, I guess, that that underlying spirit that I'm talking about. There. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think um, I think there's something really tangible around um, how people in Sandpoint react in crisis. You know, I think a majority of majority of people obviously just just come out of the woodwork. 
um, yeah. to to make it happen, especially if there's a specific family in need. You know, um, you know, we've had different, obviously, different situations with um, some some uh, family where where the dad. Um, can't work anymore because he has cancer and you have a spaghetti feed at the fairgrounds that 10,000 people show up and there's only 8,000 people in the city. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, wow, yeah. this is amazing. You know, how, how, how this, this town operates. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so you're, you're at North summit church. That's, um, where you're, um, currently doing ministry. Tell us a little bit about, um, your role there and kind of what you do there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the executive pastor, so I uh, kind of oversee the day-to-day -day operations and, and the staff. Uh, Dr. Steve Brown, he's our senior pastor who does most of the teaching mm -hmm. um, and, and is kind of our senior leader at the church. And so I get to kind of do the day-to-day the -day operations and, and working with the team. Um, and so love love doing that, love the team. Uh, I mean, it is an amazing team. I, I'm thankful every day when I just get to hang out uh, with the crew that we have uh, at North awesome. Summit. It's, it's a blast. Um, and so doing that, you know, uh, just a little bit of, of my history there. I was yeah. on staff, uh, when I graduated from college, uh, I came back and was the children's pastor when it was first Christian church, I mm -hmm. uh, was there for, um, 10 years and then left for four. And then, you know, now been back for, uh, coming up on three years here. And mm -hmm. so actually this weekend will be three years wow, uh, cool. back in standpoint. And so, um, so gotten to do all the different roles, you know, from children's ministry to right. worship ministry to small groups to, to all of it. And so, um, so now getting to kind of have uh, my hands per se in lots of different areas and okay. kind of overseeing and, and leading the team is, um, it's just a lot of fun. And, and they're just a fantastic crew to be able to uh, yeah with. And um, like I was saying, it, it, they're not just coworkers, they're family, like they're uh -huh. family. And uh, getting yep. to, you know, this is a hard season and going through this with them is just, uh, just to watch the way that they love people, care for people, reaching out, like just that desire to, uh, to meet needs. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just super yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about um, what you see um, prior we're going to talk about what's happening right now, like during COVID-19 in just a moment, but yeah. prior, prior to COVID-19, what would you say was kind of, um, your take on how the church, uh, the faith community as a whole operates and works in Bonner County? Like, how would you describe just the, in general, like you've been here a long time and you've also been in some different places, uh, what's unique or special or, you know, good about the, the kind of faith community here in Sandpoint. Yeah. Um, and Bonner, having Bonner yeah, County, you know, Bonner County in general. Yeah. 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 And having been in different places and watched how that goes, not always do you see the churches, uh, in a community coming together, uh, loving each other, um, supporting each other, looking mm -hmm. out for one another. And that's something that I love about this community. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. for people who don't know, uh, you know, we get together with the local pastors almost every Tuesday uh, for lunch throughout the school year, um, just to fellowship. Uh, we really protect that time just to pray together, um, yep. to see how each other is doing. You know, mm -hmm. uh, for some of us, that's like that moment where uh, we get to kind of let our guard down and just, you know, share our hearts with one another. And so it's, um, it's fantastic. And what the fruit of that, that fruit of, of just friendship and relationship 
and prayer together has mm-hmm. uh, really produced a camaraderie that I think is pretty rare uh, in most communities when it comes to the churches. You know, right. uh, I don't feel like there's a competition at all. We're all on the same team. We're all after the same thing. We all maybe do it a little bit different right. um, and yeah. are focused on different things that we yeah. feel like God has called our specific uh, right. church to. But um, yeah, it's uh, the unity that's that's there uh, is pretty awesome. That's great. That's great. And I, you know, but being in ministry myself, you know, that was one of the things that blew me away, uh, getting involved here, how open people were. Um, I will say that, um, um, at Harvest Valley, um, there was a season where we were trying to get some major infrastructure work done on our well. And one of the local churches, uh, came through two local churches came through with very large donations to help us pay for putting in a new well and to be a small church and have some of the biggest churches in the area say, Hey, we're going to give you $10,000, $5,000 to pump into this thing. So it doesn't hurt your small community church. I, I just think that type of thing you don't see. And, and it's funny because we don't, you know, it's not like I'm going to, you know, we're going to make a Facebook post about it. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, you don't run around tooting the horn, you know, and the people who are giving just give generously. They're not doing it to to get kudos. And they've said, no, don't tell anybody, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, the reality is that those things happen consistently in this community. Yeah. And it's just it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's really nice. So um, and that's just my my two cents on that. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. So so. When you look at um, ministry, um, what, what's been some of the big plans, goals at North Summit that you guys have had over the last year, things that you were trying to press into before the COVID-19? Like, where was, where was the church kind of heading? Because I think that, that this pause that we've got has had to—we've had to shift some things, but I'm just curious where, where things were heading before all this stuff happened. Yeah, there has been a lot of pivoting on a dime. <laughs> That's a good word. Last, Pivot. The last little oh, man. Bit. Good word. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll just share, you know, we, over the last two years, we've really been praying about, you know, what is, what is the place? Uh, we know yeah. what God's called us to as a, as a community. You know, right. we're, we're about making disciples who make disciples. We want to live our lives so that we're sharing Jesus with others and leading people to follow him, you know, okay. and, and, and we've created uh, resources and we've created ministries around that. Okay. But what was really in our hearts was what are the need? Like we just, we don't want to make up something and just do it because we don't want to do something that the community doesn't need. And so we spent some time <laughs> for about That's a year. Good. We, we That's prayed. good. <laughs> uh, we prayed about, you know, where would God lead us and what would God lead us to? And, uh, you know, just over a year ago, maybe a little longer than that. I can't remember, but we, we launched an after school program one day a week um, called our acts after school program. And uh, that was awesome. Like to watch the way um, that our people came around that to watch the kids who are there, the parents, the interactions. Um, and, and the, the whole heart behind that was that we want to create a safe place for kids Uh, a lot of times they go home after, after school, there's nobody at home and that's a a perfect time for kids to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, and, and so we want like, Hey, Hey, what's a good environment where we can say, here's a, here's a healthy, healthy snack, healthy meal. Um, here's a a lesson, here's some games and the games always teach like a good, uh, moral principle, Mm -hmm. um, biblical principle as uh, you know, and, and how to, 
uh, interact with one another relationally well. Um, they do a craft and then they do homework help. We have such amazing team that's, that's been doing that. And so we just thought, hey, what if we started moving towards uh, doing that every day of the week or as many days of the week as we can get people wow. to do it? We, we just want to yeah. continue to move towards that. And so we kind of cast that to uh, our congregation and people were in for that. And so cool. we've been working towards, you know, what does that look like? We brought on Nora Morrison, uh, who's overseeing our after school program. And they right. were just about to launch their second day um, and, and do it on on Thursday or Tuesdays as well as Thursdays. And uh, this whole thing hit. Wow. And so we kind of had to, you know, okay, there's no more school. Yeah, so gotta, obviously there's no after adjust. school program. Yep. Um, and so we just had to uh, adjust to, to that, but that's uh, really the heart of that ministry. And, you know, it'll, it'll move forward here as, as things lighten up and, you know, right. the curve is flattened and all right. that stuff that is way above my pay grade. Right. Um, yeah. We'll totally get you. Uh, yeah. We'll, you know, we'll get back going with that, that dream and that vision and just looking forward to uh, the way that that can minister to our community. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Reach out to those kids who, who don't have uh, any place to go after school. Maybe their parents are working or sure. whatever and, and find yeah. a safe place just to build relationship. Um, and also a great place for, uh, our church community, others in our community to, uh, to give back, to invest, you know, like that's I said, awesome. there's a lot of people looking to invest in mm-hmm. others right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just an incredible avenue yeah. to be able to no, invest that's in the awesome. life of a kid. That's great. That's great. And, and, you know, uh, I want to jump over to live chat that's going on right now. And I want to say hi yeah. to Debbie Brown says, hi, Hey Kyle. Debbie. Yeah. She says, Kyle, you're awesome. Love seeing you. And it's your birthday month. She says, so it is. Uh, it was my birthday yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Sheesh, I was not paying attention on the, uh, <laughs> on the, uh, Facebook notifications, uh, <laughs> which is how I keep track nowadays. I think yeah, on yeah. whose birthday is when, um, and Leo Hunsaker, which I actually had on the show prior to you is watching. And so thanks for being on the show. I don't get to see when I'm live streaming from the business pages. I don't get to see who pops up like I would on my phone. Um, so okay. I don't know who's watching, but awesome. Glad you're joining us. Um, so Let's let's dive into COVID-19 yeah. uh, because this um, the governor's order, the stay at home order um, came. But prior to that, the city of Sandpoint said, hey, we're making the recommendation. We're, we're going to participate in what's happening across the nation to flatten the curve um, and stay, try and stay at home. It wasn't a mandate. It was just the recommendation. And the government the governor says, no, I'm making the proclamation across the state of Idaho. All non-essential businesses, if you're not an essential business, stay home. And um, that shut down schools, shut down a lot of services that were going on. And uh, immediately I saw busy things happening at North Summit. Uh, It seemed like you guys just kicked into gear on some things. Tell us about your process and what kind of what happened there for you guys. Yeah. Gosh, that feels like a year ago at this point. Um, yeah, it was three weeks. It was three, three weeks, twenty-one days ago. Um, you know, in that in that season, it was it was we were getting information, we were communicating that to our congregation and to those that we serve. Right. Um, and that information would change like every day, uh, and yeah. so we were just trying to keep up. You know, we'd make plans, and then by the next day, all those we've gone all the way to the end of those plans. You know. Wow. And so we had to. Yeah. shift back. And so, um, you know, 
the whole team kind of went into action to go, okay, uh, we, we need to, to protect those that are most vulnerable in our community, in our church. Um, we're not going to have services like they're recommending. Uh, we're going to take all of them online. And luckily, you know, we were a church that was already, already doing, doing online it. stuff. Yep. And yep. so uh, that was, you know, it's different, um, but we were able to, to pivot there very quickly. Um, then when it came to our after school program, you know, Nora uh, and also Kim Brackett, our children's ministry director, uh, Nora's husband, Chad, um, Enos Blanchard, uh, who is our uh, office manager right. yeah. and assistant, yeah. they, uh, and, and this was really kind of the brainchild of Nora and Kim just said, hey, uh, we want to pivot the, the resources that we're doing for the after school program. We know that these kids need food. We know that these families are hurting. Wow. Um, and they say, we want to provide meals uh, every day of the week. Wow. Uh, Monday through Friday, uh, just drive by, pick up meals. And so, um, and you got you know, the perfect drive through in front of the North do, building. We do, oh. we do right there. You can just drive right through, uh, pick up your meal. And so anybody who's listening, uh, if you, if you need food, uh, it's available Monday through Friday, so please swing by, you know, they're, they're giving out, um, between 80 to 120 meals a day. Wow. To families, um, the individuals, so uh, to whoever you know might need it, uh, just to kind of you know fill in the gaps for this time. A lot of people aren't working. If you don't have to spend money on food, you can spend it on other things right now. And so uh, that's why we want to uh, provide that. And uh, you know that first week we had tons of volunteers. Hey, we want to come help. Yada yada. And then uh, the governor said, Hey, we we really we want a stay home order. And President Trump said the same thing. Yeah. And so. Uh, we, I got a hold of Panhandle Health District uh, immediately just to say, hey, we want to continue to do this. What do we need to do? And they were amazing to work with us. Um, they so said, great. hey, just follow these guidelines. We're going to work with you uh, through wow. this. And um, so shout out to them and just their Come willingness on. to, to continue so to help and be of a support to, uh, to the community. And so um, we had to limit how many volunteers. We had to limit people dropping off food. You know, we just wanted to limit that contact right. to, yep. to to keep it as safe as possible sure. um and so it's it's really kind of fallen on the shoulders of of some of the staff um particularly nora kim chad uh and enos who are who are helping out with uh, providing those mm -hmm. meals every day and they're just doing a phenomenal job loving them that's that's just amazing um of course kim brackett and i have the same birthday you know which is awesome. you know makes us twinsies um you know, one of the things that um, is interesting in this process, you know, you're giving out 80 to 120 meals a day and um, you're already repurposing resources that were already you already had allocated for other things. Um, is that what are you seeing with that in that process? Are there any big needs that you guys are running into right now? The, anything that you go like, hey, we could use some help in the community in that or do you guys have your bases covered? You know, uh, people have been so incredibly generous, like, and, right. and that, I mean, that's another piece when I think about this community, like mm -hmm. they just, they just activate, they just right. like step into it. And, uh, we've had people, uh, just, you know, because we've had the resources, you know, it, it's kind of already been there, but people have just right. continued to pour in like, Hey, we want to help with this. And it's been such a blessing, uh, as people have done that. So, um, you know, things are pretty good. Like people continue uh, to give. Um, uh, mm -hmm. but if somebody was interested in helping out with that, um, you know, it, it always helps to offset the cost of those. And so, mm -hmm. um, they can give it north summit.com for slash okay. give. 
Okay. Um, and and do it towards the axe program because those okay. are the resources we're using. To do. Okay. So the axe program is where that's going. I'll make a I'll make a note in the show notes on that. Okay. So that um, I'll edit the show notes afterwards to add any additional links or anything. So, um, and then um, so you've got all these churches got Easter coming up. Uh, we've got big, you know, usually biggest church weekend of the year and uh, no one's going to be in a building. And um, so I think there's a paradigm shift happening for a lot of uh, ministry leaders um, about, okay, how do we do this? Um, and what's the best way to go about this now that we're, you know, kind of in this situation of, of being um, online versus in person. Um, so what are some of the things that you guys are doing for Easter? Um, you know, as far as your services programs online, what do you got going on? Yeah. So we, um, ours has kind of been through the whole, uh, Easter week, Holy week. Um, we started at Palm Sunday last Sunday and we've been doing online devotionals each Saw day, those, yeah. uh, different people, you know, different people from our pastoral staff. Uh, we have an online, uh, Easter guide. Uh, we're going to be doing a good Friday, uh, service. It's going to, it's going to be pretty simple. Um, a time of, we're going to take communion together. Uh, we're going to go through, just do some scripture reading, a little bit of reflection, and then some guided prayer uh, to, that cool. kind of guides us through praying yeah. for this current season that we're in and prepare our hearts to celebrate Easter. And so we're going to be doing that, you know, online, Facebook, and on our okay. website, um, time to come together and reflect. And then, you know, Sunday, Easter morning, uh, we'll be live streaming our services, um, Eight, nine, thirty, and eleven. Just well, like you I, normally I was, would. I was, I was curious about that because it's Easter, um, and nobody's physically there. Why live stream three different services? You know, we just people, people are creatures of habit. They like the service that okay. they like, and so yeah. it's kind of you know they they get up and and do it. And so, man, I, I actually started this week a little bit bummed because like this is one of my favorite weeks of the year because right. like the family's together, like yeah. we're celebrating. Yeah. Uh, this very center of our faith uh, in that Jesus has, has raised from the dead. And so, you know, it's just, it's always an amazing time together. Uh -huh. and so I was, uh, I started off a little bit bummed, but as I've been kind of working through that with the Lord, uh, uh -huh. there's, there's also a little bit of excitement that I have now. Um, okay. One, this will actually be the first time uh, since I've had a family um, that I'll get to spend Easter morning with my family because we're pre-recording all of our services. Right. And so we'll get to have Easter morning so together. Fun. We'll get to do, you know, the services together. And so, so that's, you know, for me personally, that it's going to be kind of a, a special Easter that we might not get again for as same, long as I'm in ministry. Same here. Same here. Yeah. This will be the first one. Yep. And so, so that's, that's, uh, that's exciting. And I'm also excited, you know, it, it, it seasons like this, uh, where families get to come together. You know, I, I was encouraging uh, the church the other day, like uh, God has called us to be pastors in our own homes as moms and dads, as okay. husbands and wives. Like we get to, we get to lead our families. And so this is an opportunity. Sometimes we leave that to someone else to kind of leave when it comes to spiritual matters. Hmm. And this is an opportunity for us to step into that calling that God has for each one of us to, That's to cool. lead our families well and uh, in, in spiritual things uh, mm -hmm. in our relationship with Christ. And so, um, uh, I'm excited for that, you know, Easter morning that people are going to get to do that. Moms and dads are going to get to lead their kids 
through that. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's really great. And we even talked as a family, we're going to get dressed up. We're going to, you know, do all of that stuff and get ready for, you know, online, the Easter pictures. You know? Yeah. Hey, why not? You know? And, um, so I, I'm excited. It'll be good. So, um, um, when you look at, um, the other things happening in the community with COVID-19, is there anything else that North Summit's really, you know, focused on or doing, uh, in this season during the crisis response, or is it mainly just, just the food aspect? Yeah. You know, we work closely with, with the County, you know, we're, we're, uh, a place that if, if some sort of crisis came, you know, we could, you know, we would be there to be able to help with those things. But okay. with the social distancing, um, right. you know, there isn't a lot of, of other thing other than, you know, really encouraging people within your sphere of influence. Like we all have our own jurisdictions that God mm-hmm. has given us to uh, invest in. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. each one of us has to look around us and see who it is that God has entrusted to us to continue to love on and encourage and to lift up uh, during a time like this, when, when maybe more of those corp, maybe we can't rely on the corporate things. We have to rely on you know, the individual mandate that God has given us to, to love our neighbor well. And so, um, you know, in this, in this season, it's less about what we do corporately and more okay. of what we do individually. individually. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, when you're when you're looking at um, you know reintegrating, uh, you know eventually this stuff's gonna um, pass its way through. Uh, we haven't had it fully come through Bonner County yet. You know we've got three cases, and uh, mm-hmm. as far as I know, no hospitalizations from COVID nineteen or anything like that. So um, you know the expectation is at some point that's going to happen. Um, and sure. so they, like, there's no possible way for us to stay isolated so long that, you know, like people are going to have to go back to work at some point and, yeah. um, and we'll, you know, hopefully there's enough, um, proactive measures in how we go about that, that makes it safe for people. Um, but, um, when you look at reintegrating and restarting ministry and getting the ball rolling down some of these paths, what's that kind of look like for you? What do you think? What's that process? Have you guys been able to think through that much yet, or is it still like we're just in triage mode? Yeah, we're getting we're getting there. You know, okay. we've we've kind of gotten into a new rhythm. Right. Um, you know, it was at first it was like, okay, this is going to be two weeks. We can deal with that, and then we'll get back into things. Now it's like, okay, this is going to be a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, we are probably going to be one of the you know because we're more removed from other things. Mm-hmm. If it continues to spread, you know, and and we'll be later or whatever, process, we'll be yeah. later in the process, yeah. and so it might be a little bit longer, um, you know, and that's the kind of the way we're thinking about this is God hasn't given us jurisdiction to, to kind of make these mandates and to do these things. So we're going to follow, you know, sure. uh, what our local and, you know, governing officials say mm-hmm. to do as far as that, um, you know, the, the church is, we love gathering together. Uh, we love being together, but that's not what we are the church wherever we are. Yeah, um, yeah. The church for thousands of years met in homes. You know, they didn't have big buildings to go to. Yep. And so we don't need a big building uh, or a little building to to be right. the church. Yep. We can do that, you know, in different ways. And so um, we'll continue to to be the church in the ways that that God has called us to, regardless okay. of whether we can go meet in a, a building or not. But as we do that, you know, one of the things I. I honestly think when, when things get lifted, uh, it's going to be like a flood back. Um, I think so too. Yeah. Because totally. we're, we're made for community. God created us to yeah. be in relationship with one yeah. another. And 
like this has just shown me uh, so clearly like how important it is mm. to be together. I mm-hmm. think we're probably going to have a few less hugs and yeah. uh, maybe we're not going to go back to just, you know, shaking hands all the time yeah. right away. Yeah. We'll probably be a little slower. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. Oh, um, man. It was so great. Uh, Mika mentioned, uh, my wife Mika mentioned um, that she was watching something like a show or something and they were like strangers on the street hugging or shaking and she's like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> what, are you, what doing? are you doing? And it was like one of those moments that I was, you know, just cracking up because I'm doing the same thing when I see stuff on TV. I'm like, wait, what? You know, like, okay, that yeah. was recorded prior to the, okay. You know, um, it's, it's so pretty funny, funny how it really is. Our, I know. Our mindset. Our, yeah, absolutely. So I think we'll be doing a lot of elbow bumps and face mask wearing and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, I, I think it's all it's all good to try and stay safe. Um, yeah. When you when you look ahead, let's look at this. Um, let's look at the, the future of what you see happening at North Summit Church uh, long term. Like, let's look, uh, you know, and, and uh, when you look at the big, big picture vision, um, things that you think are going to happen in ministries or, or different things, what do you see happening after all this is said and done? Um, what's kind of the focus mission kind of vision coming, going forward? Yeah. I mean, we're excited to get back to the things that we feel like God has put right in front of us, right. um, into the season and continue to build, uh, that after school program to build okay. the team that, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be there to su- support that, um, to continue to, to bolster and create great ministries for uh, connecting. You know, mm. we have women's and men's ministries. We're coming together, our small group ministry where people come, you know, each week. And, you know, some of the best stories that we've heard through this season have come through those things. So, um, awesome. you know, we feel like, hey, the path that we've been walking on is, is where we're going to continue to walk. We just uh, finished through you know, through praying and, Hey, where's the next step? We knew we needed some more children's space. We knew we wanted to remodel that South building. That's a little bit old. And so we've been working towards that. Our first step on that was Got to it. create some office space that, so that we can convert our current office space to uh, children's space. And so well, that's a that's great location finished. for children's ministry right there. That's yeah. Prime that's, real estate. Yeah. And that's what we've, you know, smart. I remember when I remember when we were looking at building, uh, the North building, uh, when we were looking to, to grow back, uh, 2005-ish, uh, mm-hmm. 2003 time. Right. Yeah. And, and praying about, you know, do we move? We had some land where we could move out. And, you know, when we really thought we were like, God has put us right in the center. Like we're, we're in the middle of, of a community mm-hmm. we're right next to the library. We're right. in between like the largest schools in the County. Right. Uh, middle school, high school and farm in Stidwell, Washington is just down the street. You know, right. all the neighborhoods, yeah. uh, all the housing is right here. Uh, why would we why would we move out of that just to, you know, make a, a sanctuary that's a little bit bigger? And so, you know, we're committed to being right there, uh, being in the center of our community. That's what we want to be about is it being a light in the middle of our community. Sure. Um, and so uh, we've really said, OK, what do we need to do to continue to make this campus okay. work cool uh, here even though parking is tight uh, it's hard to get you know people in and out during services because you know everybody's you know jockeying for those tiny positions and, and they're tiny and they're teeny. <laughs> they, they are. oh that's funny that's funny um 
So how about how about for you, you know, personally, when you look ahead and, you know, with family and your life here in Sandpoint, what are some of the things that you're really looking forward to um, when all this is all said and done? What are some things that, you know, just maybe aspects of living here or different areas about about your life that you're looking forward to getting back to when this is all over? Yeah. So um, we're, we feel pretty blessed and, you know, it's kind of one of those things when you're, when you're looking for a house, when you move back to an area, you kind of know where you want to be. We knew we right. wanted to be close to the church. We knew we wanted to be in the center of a neighborhood. Um, and we found uh, this house there in this neighborhood and we've just become the best friend. Like our kids are all friends with the, the our neighbors and, you know, they so run fun. around. It's, it, it feels like, uh, you know, we know, like we never have to worry where our kids are because they're at somebody's house and we're texting and, you know, um, and so, uh, right now, you know, they all can't play with each other. You know, we're, they're kind of just yeah. doing their own thing. And so they kind of look across longingly at their, their friends where they get to play with, you know, that they can't play with right now. And, um, so that, you know, that piece is hard. So looking forward to just getting back to, to community and to neighborhood and, um, uh, fellowship and all this thing we, we've yeah. been doing, uh, we're actually doing it tonight, just a little, zoom meeting with our, right. our neighbors just to, to hang out and see how mm-hmm. everybody's doing see if anybody needs anything we can be praying for yeah um and so excited about that and i also i i got kids that are in in three different seasons of life right now right. And, and and i love that so my daughter is going to be going into middle school which is a wow. whole new world i what? can't believe it's there right now oh my um, goodness i know that's crazy life goes by way too quickly so wow she's you know, I'm excited about watching her grow up. She's just an amazing young woman. That's uh, awesome. And the, and, and the, her love for others and love for God is just awesome. And so I'm excited to see what these years bring for mm, her. You know, my, great. my son's in elementary and, you know, just doing his thing there. You know, he's a, mm-hmm. he's a people person, extrovert uh, to the max, uh, just needs to be in the middle of everything all the time. And so, um, you know, excited for that season. And then you know, uh, when I think about tender things, it's my kids, right? Like, right. Uh, right. And, you know, and, and, uh, just enjoying these years with, uh, with Oakley, the years go by so fast, you know, they do, be in, they fly by middle school before we know it too. And so, uh, yeah. just, just, uh, you know, that's why, that's why people move to this community. And, you know, I told, uh, when I started in the ministry, I told God, I'll go wherever you want me to go. Um, right. And when I got the offer to come back to Sam, there's part of me is like, oh, don't go back to your hometown. That sounds terrible. Um, That's funny. It's just been the biggest blessing. And I tried to leave for mm. a little bit and like, Lord's like, come on, you need to, like, this is where you wow. need to be. And so um, I'm just blessed that, you know, he could have called me anywhere and he called me here uh, so to great. a place that I love, to a people that I love um, and to a community that just, it, 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 I connect with, you know, on a lot of levels, whether it's, uh, spiritually, re- relationally, mm-hmm. um, recreationally, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things here that, that, uh, yep. that we love. Yep. Oh man, well, this has been a great conversation. I, I really, um, you know, there's something just beautiful about, um, this area and about the people that live here, um, regardless of where people fall spiritually it's amazing you know just everybody here has the same kind of heart um, to really help and support one another um, and to reach out and to serve and uh, and I, I love it um, I love living in this place you know my wife and I often pinch ourselves like this is this is where we get to be 
Like this yeah. is, this is the place that we're, we're, we feel called to be. And, um, that's just, it's just wonderful, 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 wonderful. Um, I'm wondering about, um, uh, before we get going, um, yeah. when you, when you look at Sandpoint and you look at greater Sandpoint area, Bonner County, um, and you guys, you guys are doing what you can with your building facility where you're at. When you look at some of the other big, uh, big needs or big, um, things that you hear about in ministry, what are some of those, what you would say are really big needs that need to be addressed in the community is from your perspective. Everybody's got a different perspective on this. And I'm always curious, what do you see as being the big needs here in Bonner County? Yeah. And I think we have some things that are, that are moving towards those, but, um, you know, I mean, regardless of what, what that is, you know, what do you, what's your, yeah. Yeah. Um, so finding those those places to help people fill in the gaps um, okay. for their needs. So yeah. um, stuff like helping hands healing hearts um, mm-hmm. and the stuff that they're doing right now mm-hmm. um, is is just in that. I mean that is one of those those needs where people find themselves in crisis, people find themselves in hard situations, yep. and they need they need just a, a hand up, not a handout, uh, yep. to get through that season. And sure. so um, you know that's always a need uh, in a community. One of the things that we uh, do you see in your organization is helping out with that is, is the housing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and yep. that's a piece and that's something that, you know, we're also going to be talking with, uh, helping hands healing. Yeah. They're, they're on, working on it, working yep. on that thing. And, yep. uh, they just invited me to be on the board of that. I saw so that. I saw I'm that. excited to congratulations. To, yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to get to be a part of, you know, what that looks like and, yeah. and how we can reach out into the community and, and provide a need and, in a responsible way and in a mm-hmm. way that's going to mm-hmm. help people through this mm-hmm. time. And, uh, you know, my big thing is I, we want to do things that help people, not hurt people, not get people stuck right. into kind of a cycle of poverty. And sure. so, um, so excited about that. So I, I would say that that's one of those big needs, uh, in our community, but in the right way, right? Like right. Uh, that has to be done. That has to be done well. and has to be done really responsibly, mm-hmm. um, where we're helping people out through that. No, that's great. I think I think you nailed something really important there about um, filling in the gaps, you know, and uh, when we look at Sandpoint Community Resource Center um, and all the yeah. stuff that goes through there, um, filling in the gaps, there's just a lot of gaps. And um, and so and there's a plethora of organizations really fighting to to help people in those gap spaces. So mm-hmm. I think you, I think I think you're right on there. Um, it's really good. Um, do you have any last thoughts or comments or anything before we take off here? I think we're kind of, kind of rounding out our time here. Yeah, man. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Thanks for yeah. uh, letting me be a part. It's good. Good to see your face. And, yeah. Good to see your uh, face too. To hang, yeah. It's awesome. Get to hang out a little bit. <laughs> um, it's been a bit. And, um, I, I just like to encourage people, you know, I don't know where they are on their spiritual journey. Um, okay. where they are with their relationship, uh, with Jesus. But, um, this is uh, a weekend, um, where we celebrate a risen savior. And, uh, if people don't know, uh, Jesus, they've never been a part of uh, a faith community or a church. Um, I'd encourage them, Hey, this is a place where you don't even have to go through the a building. You can just go online. We have a, we have right. a ton of amazing churches. Mm-hmm. I would recommend, uh, all the churches in town, you know, for people to go, yeah. go check it out, pick whichever yep. one is closest to your home and um, yep. check them out online this weekend. Oh, and, that's great. Um, build relationships. We all need that community. We all need connection with God and with one another. And so mm-hmm. just, just a, an encouragement for people to, 
to lean into that, mm -hmm. um, to check that out. And if they're not already part of that, to, uh, to get connected. Well, that's great. And there's a lot of great churches in the area. A lot are online and a lot are doing different things in the community. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thank you for taking the time to be a part of the program today. And um, we appreciate it. I'm going to uh, close this out. And then if you just hang on the line for just a minute, um, we'll, we'll be going. So it's good to see you. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. All yeah. right. Bye. Thank you for watching this episode of The Barner Breakdown. Special thanks to Ting and BCHA for sponsoring this show. For more shows or to be a guest, please visit barnerbreakdown.com. Have a great day.